Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, on this shutdown full cast, tonight, a day late... Apologies for that. You can blame me, Spencer Hall, your host, uh, joining me. Who uh, People who shouldn't be blamed, Jason Kirk, college football editor of SB Nation. I thought we were hosts, too. You're hosts. You're just not, oh. to, be, you're just not to be blamed. Oh, okay. For we're being. the blameless hosts. You're the blameless hosts. I am, I am to be blamed because I had to go run the jewels. I, I, I have some blame, I think. Yeah, a little bit? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I have the blame of living in New York City, yeah. your your favorite town. <laughs> That's like Ottawa town. Although, although we we were talking about this the other day, and Spencer, while you are the more vocal about how much you dislike New York City, the truth is, I think Jason dislikes it more than you do. Oh no, he hates it like fire. Like you just yours is not posturing exactly, but there is an element of that. But Jason truly, in his the fiber of his being, every cell of his body, hates New York. Well, you see, my approach is this. I think I hate uh, the glamorization and self-congratulatory uh, cult of New Yorkness right. more than I actually... Like, New York, I have no specific feelings on. You don't see the sun enough. Uh, it's expensive, sure. And I don't really understand why you would live like that, but it doesn't offend me. Hmm. There are cities that offend me, right? <laughs> New York is not one of them at all. But I, I think Jason, I just I really loathes it. Well, I think I, I mean, we had our college football meetings a few months ago, our off-season meetings. We had them in New York, and that was my call. And that, that filled my soul with a deep guilt because everyone hated it. So I feel like if I blame the city, then it's less my fault. <laughs> That's, no, I mean, my, no, my idea of a great big city is you go, you get in your car, and you start to drive somewhere, and you don't get anywhere. That's great. But in New York, you know, the way you get places is it's just totally wrong. You, at no point do you ever start up a car and then sit in it behind like 8,000 other cars. I mean, you can. Yeah, you, yeah, I, mean, you I, I just want to be clear. You can do that in New York. Remember, well, that's, that's, well, that's, a, that's something just, only the it, wealthy get to do in New York. Remember right. that being ri- <laughs> even being rich in New York sucks. <laughs> you have to pay a handsome price to sit in traffic in New York. I read it. There was a profile of Billy Joel, so of course I read it. Wow. Yeah, in <laughs> the New York. We were just talking before we came on about how we're all old men now, and yeah. then you go and drop a bomb like that. I know. I, I, I keep it fresh with the kids. That New Yorker article about Billy Joel. 
And Billy Joel now is this dude who just plays the hits and complains about everything and is fat and just smokes cigars. And this is how he makes a living. He leaves via helicopter from his spotted Long Island to go play for a bunch of Long Islanders who drive into New York to watch him. Right? And he makes like a million dollars a night. And then he just flies by helicopter back. It's like a baffling bird ritual. (laughs) And then like an hour after the show, he's back fat, drinking some red wine and, uh, and smoking a cigar, looking out on Long Island Sound. And I'm like, yeah, what an amazing town. (laughs) They're like, they're like, who do we get? Who do we get a helicopter? Billy Joel. That's who New York knows how to allot resources. Yeah. This, this sounds like the exact opposite of the uh, big article today on Migos playing paintball. <laughs> he <played> Migos, <laughs> which was so great because he's like, because they were so into it and furious. Like, I know I saw that splash. <laughs> yeah. I would really enjoy Billy Joel playing paintball. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> I think he would. I kind of think he would like it. Hey. I think that would kind of be good for him. He's got a lot of anger. He, he he ends every show with what is it? Don't take any shit from anybody. That's that's a healthy paintball attitude. Which is a dumb thing for Bill. Like how much shit has Billy Joel taken in the last? Oh, you have no idea. Years. Well, Get over man, it. Christy as, Brinkley left you. It's fine. If a house gets in the way of your car, don't take any shit from it. <laughs> Drive right into it. You can't. You can't vote house. I wrote a song. It was called "I Hit a House in My Car" because that's what it's about. Uh, that's more than enough Billy Joel talk, since this ostensibly is a college football podcast. Oh, right. Yeah. Shut down Billy Joel, the number one Billy Joel podcast. <laughs> I wrote a song called the Billy Joel's Football Podcast. <laughs> it was about Billy Joel and football. That's another question. Do you think Billy Joel's ever watched a football game? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, probably so, a Giants game. Yeah, a Giants oh, that, that he Jets like per- was paid to perform at. <laughs> Why not? Uh, why not Rutgers? Is that is is there something? I think it's of, a little too New York, even for Billy Joel. I mean, because it is New York's team. That's yeah. That's not even not even Billy Joel is is that Big Apple. That's true, and I will say, you know, the bottom line, you know, you the bottom line in New York is important because it's a town about results, and that's why, and that's why Rutgers is New York's team because you really can't get much more perfect a result than zero points. God, I don't I don't know why you had to compare Rutgers to Zoidberg like that. Lordberg, yeah. Why not Rutgers? Why? <laughs> there are so many teams you can do that with at this point, but man, Rutgers doing the uh, Rutgers putting up the Ofer—that's. That's I knew I I know people who went to that game. And and would describe by the way the situation in that game. It was not well, pretty. It was it was cold and pouring rain, uh, and Gary Nova. And, yeah, that's about it. Also, you have to, like, because of where Rutgers Stadium is, and I've been, not to brag. Wow. wow. <laughs> look at, look <laughs> at you, <laughs> oh, boy. VIP. Uh, th- it's, it like is, a, it's like a speakeasy. You have to, you have, it's one of those where the whole thrill of it is finding it. I know a guy who knows another guy, and we are we are the three people who went to the Wreckers game. You go down this alley. The password is Shiano Man. <laughs> but it is it is an incredibly cumbersome stadium to get to, so it would be totally understandable to wake up, see that the weather was shit, and just say, "Nope, not going to do it." But these people went anyway because they are equal parts passionate and foolish. I'm I'm not impressed, really. I mean, I've I've seen plenty of people do stupid. That's fine. Before. That's fine. Yeah, I, I do admire Rutgers fans, though, because you um, you can't enjoy you can't be there just for the victory. Like that's no, not at, at Rutgers. You definitely can't just be there for the victory. <laughs> I will point out, though, almost bowl eligible. Jesus, <laughs> at five, that's five that's like four. saying that's like saying you go to Arby's for the Mexican food. Wait, do they have Mexican food at Arby's? No, they have. They, uh, yeah, they have cheese sticks. Cheese. They, they they have jalapeno poppers. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I do. Uh, like, it's it's ethnic. If you do go to like real like, I, I do like this though that 
that if you look at how Maryland and Rutgers have entered the Big Ten, it's amazing how well both of them have fit in via our extremely prejudicial understanding of the Big Ten. Yeah. Like, like in totally different ways. Exactly. Yeah, like, whoa, man, what an appalling way to win a football game, Maryland. <laughs> like, every Maryland, every Maryland game you've watched, you've thought, oh, God, this is just, this is a crime against football. And there they are, 2019 over Penn State. It's like it's like they are forced is some sort of Big Ten entrance ritual to each week they have to emulate another Big Ten team. I so it's like I mean, this Maryland is... this week you're Purdue. And you're like, all right, we'll we'll do that. It's like it's like Mortal Kombat backwards, where yeah. the, the boss is already he's uh, Shao. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, I lost that one. But I anyway, no, 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 no. You know, you got a Maryland is the Shao Kahn. Yeah. Of the Big Ten, they just yeah, take... and he has to adopt all the all the all, all the ninjas and stuff. But I mean, Maryland, we're talking about the team that played a linebacker at quarterback like two years ago. I mean, they, they, you know, we're we're finally just realizing that they were Big Ten all along. Yeah, no, they they He's trying to unlock like because they played thing. this kind of horrible, unwashable game for years. Yeah, it's it's as if Maryland now by crossing the streams has combined. All of the worst of the ACC with all of the worst of the Big Ten, <laughs> and they're, thus they're seven and two. And thus they're seven. Yeah, they're they're gonna they're they'll they're going to go to a bowl game. Could they play themselves in a bowl game? Have we ruled that out? They could. No, play, no, no, they could. Could they play Rutgers? Can we, oh! have, can we have a Big Ten on Big Ten game? Oh my god, <laughs> that would be great if they just ran out of slots and they're like, why not Rutgers? <laughs> oh, the saddest three words. Oh no! The saddest three words. That's, that's really how the Big Ten expanded in the first place. Why not Rutgers? Yeah. Saddest. No, the saddest three words in football, and also the happiest. Duke football. <laughs> seven and one. Seven and one is one word here. Seven and one is one. Seven and one. Go Gators. Go Gators. Jesus Christ! That's the kind of year. Like, like if you're trying to get a handle on this year. I know people say, well, the big powers are just going to come through again. I'm still not real sure about how the narrative of this year, about how the storyline is going to go, because I just don't think that's going to happen. What I'm hearing is Nebraska-Duke final. <laughs> it's, I, I don't think we're in 19... I don't think this is 1984. I don't think we're looking at like a BYU year, but it could still be very weird. And then Bo Pelini gets fired because he lost a national title. To Duke, as he should, as he's as is right, and then everyone tries to hire David Cutcliffe, and he says, "No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm ha I'm happy here, and my doctor has advised me that I cannot move." <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking about taking that Florida job? It's literally killed people. <laughs> thinking about taking that Michigan job? Oh, don't do that. It's it's for people who are already literally killed. Yeah, it's, exactly, it's for people who have tasted the frosty edge of death and enjoyed its taste. Oh, I'm just now realizing how much Brady Hoke sounds like Barney from The Simpsons. Oh. Don't cry for me! I'm already dead! <laughs> <laughs> Are we assuming that there's some state like Barney and The Simpsons where Brady Hoke is hyper-intelligent? Yeah, I think so. Like sort of a Flowers for Algernon thing? Yeah, except instead of beer. Remember, because Barney's very smart in the cartoon right. until he meets Homer and is given a beer and then he turns into like moron drunk Barney. So I just, I'm positing that the beer is Michigan. Like he was fine before he got oh, there. Yeah. And then he, he drank of Michigan. Pure Michigan. <laughs> in his bloodstream. You gave him how much? No! <laughs> you fools. Where have you been all my life? Yeah. That's... So that, and that's why Rich Rod is detoxing now in Arizona. Well, yeah, the, the dry heat will just open your pores, air it all right out. He's like, oh my god. The, thank god for the vortex pulling all this Michigan out of me. Mm, he's testing negative for pseudo-Shimbecklerism. I think he's recovering nicely. <laughs> Which, by the way, hail to the victors. Brady Hoke did win this weekend. He did. That's that's a thing we should note each time it happens. Undefeated in November of this year. Jason, do you mind if Ryan and I indulge in a moment of pure, open, emotional conflict on this show? Uh, I'll prepare myself for that. Go right ahead. I think, uh, you, I this think is new. 
I think you would know why. So, and we're not fighting with each other. We're fighting with ourselves together. Over that's, Florida. That's, that's, that's a tag team match. Over, yeah, yeah. That's, it's some sexy, it's some sexy wrestling going on here. This is why Ryan and I. It wouldn't be a tag team match. It would be two wrestlers slapping themselves. Yeah, that's a, that's the a fatal four way. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. is. A, it's a ladder match, but foxy boxing style. It's an old EC dub thing. You'll you'll get it. And that would be us discussing the Florida Georgia game. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, all right, so it's Wednesday night, and there have been at least two instances every day since Saturday where I'm just doing something totally unrelated, and I remember the Georgia game, and I just laugh out loud in public like a crazy man. Yeah, I, um, I was watching it with Doug, who is a Georgia fan, and he would sit there and yell and go into other rooms and get really angry. And I couldn't say anything. And then finally, the thing that sort of broke it was the fake field goal. And that's when I started open. That's when I started doing crawl space laughing. And that was pretty early though. It was like, it was a CBS uh, game. So we're still talking three hours of crawl space laughing. There was a good three hours of crawl space laughing. Because there was nothing, as Bill C. pointed out, so savvily, as he does, on SBNation.com. It's a fine website. As he pointed out, there was no statistical reason for this to happen. This was a black swan. This was a complete anomaly in terms of how this game was supposed to be played. There was no non-statistical reason for it to happen. (laughs) Like, everybody wants to be like, oh, this Florida team just... Finally decided it wanted to win and wanted to win one for their dear coach. Well, you know, that could have fucking happened, I don't know, a month ago. <laughs> no, no, no. Jeff Driscoll was starting. That, that could not have happened a month ago. Shh, don't speak. Don't speak that name. <laughs> yeah, there was, a news, there was a news tidbit saying this, this morning, a morsel out of the Orlando Sentinel saying, well, you know, Driscoll, he's got a role in the Wildcat. They've still got him in there. And my stomach just churned, just curdled. Everything ended at once, thinking, no, don't do that. No, what that is, is that's when you have, like, the oldest employee in the office. And you're like, oh, he's, he's terrible at his job at this point. But he is two years away from his pension vesting. So we're going to, yep, you are, hey, you are our business development liaison. Our vice president of Wildcat. (laughs) 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 We're not using the Wildcat. You're the vice president of it. Oh, Wildcat is beautiful. Has has the Wildcat worked since like two thousand six? Yep, not for, not for nope, Florida. Nope, I, for I, any team. I, yep, I know. I can tell you exactly who it worked for. The K- Oakland Raiders, Kentucky against South Carolina. Oh, yeah, but every Jojo with Jojo Kemp, Jojo Kemp the third. I, well, I mean, outside of the South Carolina defensive um, ex- exception, because what doesn't work against South Carolina's defense? That's a good point. I would think the only time the Wildcats worked is when uh, is when Kansas State has occasionally used it, and that's because Bill Snyder invented it. He did. He invented the animal. He invented the animal. He invented the formation, and he uh, occasionally will use it. You know, just to sort of remind him of the Peloponnesian Wars. He's like, oh yeah. I he like the idea of, of Bill Snyder. Uh, 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 overseeing the six days of creation, like on the yes. on the fourth day or whatever, he created the land animals and Bill Snyder's. Well, 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 shoot, God, we still have eighteen hours. Let's <laughs> let's 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 get the birds knocked out, and then let's get them uh, let's get them lined up on the on the tackling sled. Well, what Bill Snyder would do is he would take a chicken and coach it up to an ostrich. That's what he'd yeah. do. He'd be like, "Ma'am, you made five chickens. What are you going to do, Bill? Well, I'm going to feed this one, see if we can grow us a tight end." And that's what you've just described as evolution. So we have harmonized intelligent design and the theory of evolution all through Bill Snyder. The grand unified theory of Manhattan, Kansas. 
Yep. Hey, hey, listen. That's the 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 man. The man from Hadleyburg. That's uh, that's Bill Snyder. He's the original. He's he's not ever been anywhere. He's not ever been anywhere but here. Uh, he's immortal. We know that. And uh, I bet he has a windbreaker from like the 1909 World Series. It's literally did, made of wind. Did they even have wind back then? They did. Um, it, it was very expensive. It cost a nickel. Yeah, but Bill Snyder found cheaper ways to make it. The grand architect of our universe as he is. Uh, anything else we need to mention from uh, the previous week since Ryan and I have now just completely uh, admitted how openly conflicted I think you were by this game because you're like, oh, let's just get this mush champ shit over with. Oh my god! No, I, I, I'm, I wasn't conflicted. Is that weird? Like, I'm not. I was. There are a lot of there for some reason. There has been this groundswell of discussion of well, what does this mean for Will Muschamp's job? What if Will Muschamp gets this team to the SEC uh, championship game and blah blah? Like, as if he's not Will Muschamp, and as if he didn't just win a game where he threw no second-half passes. And, and as if this, like, that was what I felt at the time was, oh, well, great, I'm just going to enjoy watching Georgia get completely humiliated. That's always great. I have no problem with that. The uh, the thing that I thought was, oh, this is going to make it complicated. No, I, I promise you, because there are more games left, Will Muschamp will find a way to make it uncomplicated real quick. I believe this. I believe this. I believe this against Vanderbilt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the other, the other thing, to, the other thing to say is this: Ron Zook was two and three against Georgia. Yeah, baby. Two thousand two. <laughs> the Zook, the Zooker was two and three against Georgia. So, and Muschamp will still be one and three against them. He's a champion. He's a, he's a winner. That's my favorite thing. There actually were like like two or three Gator fans I know who personally who were like, "Hey, see y'all, you just needed to give him a chance." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Like, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just just handing Lenny rabbit after rabbit. Yeah, no, no, no. Look oh, see, you didn't kill that one. <laughs> that one's still that one's still breathing. He's a winner. Pretty bunny. <laughs> Pretty bunny. Man, if Mice and Men ends on such a high note now. Yeah, Lenny, Lenny gets the three-year extension, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> what were you going to do with that gun? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Just, uh, you know, there's some banditos out here on the Salinas River. It's a present for you. So, yeah, look at that. It's already loaded and cocked and everything. <laughs> Be careful there. There, there ain't no safety on Florida football. You could go off at any time. Uh, I think that's I think that's it for for uh, as far as week nine goes or week ten goes. We can we can put week ten to bed. Move on. I think, week that, I think that was healthy. Yeah, no, I mean, I well, feel great. I, yeah, emotionally, I feel a little healthier. We, you want to go to a little bit of reader mail? Ba, ba, ba. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> do that. I'll start us off. Uh, let's see here. This comes to us from Buster Bronco Esq on Twitter. I guess that means this individual is both a cowboy and a lawyer. That's cowboy my, law. Yeah. He's a, if, he's a lawyer. If there's one thing this country is founded on, it's probably cowboy lawyers. He's a law mm-hmm. boy who owns own slaves, I guess. It's Kenny Chesney's new album, Cowboy Law. Cowboy Law, five o'clock and a margarita. Yeah, Cowboy Law on the beach. On the beach. Cowboy Cowboy Maritime Law. In those jeans. Objection, beer. (laughs) That's the Toby Keith response album. Exactly, the Toby Keith response album. Objection, your honor. Beer. Uh, Uh, The question is, what's the proper course of action when your team's getting disrespected on the internet? Step one is to voice voice your concern, um, and then don't stop until you feel the situation's been rectified. Um, right. Really, like you just a, just need to start typing. Just find. Like a, go go ahead. Go ahead. It's like it's like a wedding. If you keep silent, it's binding. You yeah, have, you yeah. have you have you're, said you've blessed you're that disrespect. that disrespect. Yep. 
Yeah, so what you do is you find everything you can type in, if it's email, if it's Twitter, Facebook, oh God, definitely Facebook, newspaper newspaper comment sections, and uh, you accuse everyone of being bought and paid for by ESPN. Mm, That's a good one. That's good. By Uh, the way, I I would add a little little sort of clarification to this rule. Whatever you do, don't look up the definition of disrespect. I guarantee you, if you're the kind of person who's big on disrespect as a concept and as a general motivator in life, you're not going to feel respected by the very definition of disrespect. In fact, you'll probably be disrespected. Spencer, who invented the dictionary? The British. Mm -hmm. And what do they know about disrespect? Receiving it only. Yeah. Deservedly. I can't argue. Also, it's a dictionary written by dicks. So... It's there in the word. That's just part of the etymology. Don't look it up. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what you do. Uh, just stay away from the dictionary and start typing. Yeah, I think that's good. If you can get a couple of hashtags, too, remember, if you're disrespected on the Internet, your opinion will always be... It's a force multiplier. It'll be magnified if you add a couple of rhetorical hashtags, like hypocrisy much. It's a good one. Yeah, hashtag... Bitch, think he cute. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. was which was what Aaron Burr undoubtedly said to Alexander Hamilton, right? With the hashtag too, yeah. 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 Well, they called it a pound sign back then. <laughs> Just wrote it in a quill on his arm. Back then, it was like a Calvinist cross or something. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, think he cute. Boom. Uh, that and uh, I also enjoy E S E C P N. That's a, that's mm. a good one. Yeah, do you know why? Because it's it's clean and it's easy. <laughs> it's memorable. There's no way you could confuse it, and you know, you, like right. a Gamergate kind of thing, where it gets co-opted by by uh, by people you don't agree with at right. all. Right. Right. It's it's pretty it's pretty airtight logic that you know you'll you'll only associate yourself with the finest uh, rhetorical analysis of our time. I just wish people like branched out to other networks and accused them. Uh, yeah, SEC bias, <laughs> CBS, SN, whack bias. <laughs> Be like, uh, ex- excuse me, Travel Channel. I don't see you going to East Lansing very much. I think, by the way, this goes into my question, which would be uh, from Ryan Caswell at Ryan Caswell on Twitter. His uh, backdrop is a Florida State logo, and not surprisingly, he asked us. Can you guys hashtag talking about the Knowles, please? Oh, hell yeah. With which, aplomb, sir. Yeah. Which it'd be, it'd be th- disrespectful not to. I think the stage we needed to take this to is, you know, asking to the Discovery Channel why, why they aren't talking about the Knowles. Yeah. I tweeted at Architectural Digest about that a couple weeks ago. I have heard nothing. Damning. Yeah. Silence speaks volumes. Come what on better it. architect is there than Jimbo Fisher? I ask you. Not hey, a single one. Which school stole the idea for an architecture school first and railroaded the state funding there? That's well, right. that'd be the University of Florida. So why do you think AD hadn't written back? All part of the conspiracy. Shame. <laughs> Root down to G-Town. That's how the Ar- conspiracy works. Architectural died Jesse C. That's right. Architectural yeah. died Jesse Palmer. See, you, See? Just cracked, you just cracked the code. Yeah. See the signs. All you got to do is figure out where the hidden SEC is and everything. How, how come RSTLNE is almost SEC, Wheel of Fortune? Wow. Yeah, I said it. I'm not afraid to ask these questions. Damn. Yeah, come that's, at, that's come at me, question. say Jack. You just, you just smoked the turbos of my mind engine. <laughs> like that's, damn, son. Uh, so I think we answered that question. That and they're kind of an overrated team with an underrated quarterback. And yeah, he is underrated. He's pretty much just bailing the whole team out. Talking about the Knowles. It may be enough, too. Like, that's how good he is. Like, Jameis Winston's good enough that that might be kind of a, a, a like half-assed team that can get to the national title game again. <laughs> it's entirely possible. Yeah. When are, when are if he doesn't try that throw three interceptions thing against a team better than, you know, like Bobby Petrino's. When's that going to happen? I think we're talking about a, a really, really good quarterback who, at times, is also just an average quarterback. Like he's had, he's had quite a few spurts of really mediocre quarterbacking, but on the whole, 
you know, still one of the two or three best players in the country. Who's the Jeff- dude, who, who said that he was the, the solution to and cause of all of Florida State's problems? <laughs> <laughs> wow, it really is. <laughs> That he's basically uh, he's basically a self-contained ecosystem, like Jameis Winston's. <laughs> just you know, oh man, there's this terrible thing, and wow, the terrible thing just fixed itself. Look at that. That's Jameis Winston. Uh, he just likes to tinker. Just likes to take things apart and reverse engineer them and <laughs> figure out how winds to Louisville are built. It's like the world's most capricious, vicious civilization player. Like your citizens are unhappy. I'm closing every temple in your town. Bloop 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 bloop. And now I'm reopening them. Yay! Uh, who's next with our uh, questions? Jason started. I got off. That means uh, Ryan's up. All right. So <clears throat> I I did a I did a thing without anybody's permission. Uh, I said I promised to read the next question I receive on tonight. Shut down. Fullback. Ready. Set. Go. And the question I got was from at 42 proof. And his question is, how big is IT? And IT, of course, is information technology. And it is the biggest. It is, it is changing the world from our libraries to our other libraries. Yeah, I wish we could get John Boyce on here to weigh in on how big IT is. Oh, my God. If we could have had John Boyce on, you know, we could probably patch him in right now. But It is Web Tools Wednesday, and that means he's on duty. He has to be. Somebody has to watch our, our nation's web. A little preview, by the way, of what he's doing for Breaking Madden. He's taking Mark Sanchez, and he's trying to get Mark Sanchez to the Super Bowl by simulating a season with every single team wow. every year. Yeah, Like seeing which Mark Sanchez-led team gets the farthest? Right. Like It's almost like the end of, Bio, of, uh, of Bioshock 3, right? Where like they're like infinite universes. This is just... It's infinite Sanchez's, and they're all playing out seasons. And I think at last check, he'd gotten to, and by the time this is up, you'll be able to read it. Yeah. I think at last check, Mark Sanchez had gotten to 51 seasons, like 51 years. Wow. And he still had not gotten to a Super Bowl. He'd gotten to, like, in one year, he got to, like, three conference championship games and lost them all. But 51 years of Mark Sanchez without a, a Super Bowl. I believe I, I think he can do it. Come yeah. on, Mark. Yeah, come on, video <laughs> come game on. Mark. Go come read SBNation.com right now to see if Mark made it. Yeah, go look at that, man. Got it like 30 minutes into this podcast, and all of a all sudden, right. wow, i got to stop and read something else. Let's, yeah, let's, stop listening to this shit. Go watch video games. Here, I want each of you to predict how many games it takes since by the time this oh, is wow. up, like you said. 74 years. That's what I'm going to say. I have, no, I have no exclusive inside information. 74 years. Uh, I think John will uh, find something else to do. I don't think he'll ever make it. <laughs> you, see, wow. you, see, you don't think it, it's never happening? I think John will just, uh, you know, there, speaking of civilization, there is a new civilization game, and John likes those. So, so, maybe, so maybe he'll just name, like, an alien civilization Sanchez. Mark Sanchez in space! <laughs> he made it to the moon! <laughs> <laughs> you got a technological victory, Sanchez. Way to go. NASA fake the Mark Sanchez Super Bowl. Uh, let's see. Ryan. Okay, question two uh, comes from Matt Berry at MattBerry05. His question is, which coach would make the best Archer cameo? And my answer to this question is Terry Bowden. Uh, a, <laughs> Ter- Terry Bowden is the one, is one of the coaches who is the, looks the most like a drawn Archer character. He yeah. sort of has the soft features and the limited angles that you need uh i'm not saying that he's pam but he has some pam elements if you will um and i think he also has the appropriate mix of uh pretending to be successful and important while actually being mostly buffoonish also quippy he's a bowden so yeah yeah, he'll he'll say a lot of stuff little quippy little twangy yeah yeah so he would uh i think he would probably be kin to ray in some way. But I could also see him being the latest, maybe this is Archer's father. Hmm. No, but all fine suggestions. That's actually like a really accurate and thoughtful answer. M- mine won't be. Uh, I'm just, I'm just going to say Brett Bielema because there needs to be a male Pam. Oh, <laughs> oh God. And he's, he's basically already the male Pam. <laughs> in fact, I think, 
Pam might actually the inspiration for the character might be Brett Bielema. If if Brett Bielema dressed up as Pam for Halloween, I would never say another bad thing about him. <laughs> With the blonde wig. Whoo, <laughs> <laughs> the big like it's, take a Especially if he got the tattoo on the back. Oh, you know, you, you people would ask, oh, is that Sharpie? And they're like, no, that's no. the destruction of Sennacherib. He had it tattooed on his back. In fairness, it was already there, and it just went with the costume. <laughs> I think we can make something of Steve Sarkeesian as kind of a Archer's mom's boyfriend character. Oh, sure. definitely, definitely. Uh, wow, I can't say anything else about that without getting libeled. Sued. <laughs> slandered. Some variation of oh, litigation. So <laughs> we'll try again next week. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I believe that you will get sued before Mark Sanchez makes the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, well, that goes without saying. <laughs> yeah. That's no, that's already that's a done deal. Son. Championship. I'm going to uh, finish up by doing more work for ESPN. That's all we do. We just make material for ESPN. So go ahead and take it, Peter Burns. The SEC Network asks, if two SEC teams make the playoffs, does the committee make the faceoff in the semis or on the other side of the bracket? <laughs> I like I like the the inherent assumption that well they're going to meet anyway, so <laughs> that's of course what, they're going to win. Well, you just stole the first part of my answer, which was which was well you can't put them in opposite sides because then you're just going ahead and drawing up an SEC versus SEC title game. Am I right? Can I get an amen? Yeah, come on. War Eagle. War Eagle. Uh, but no, I, I think what they would probably do is they'd probably put them in a knockout. I really think they would. Just to quarantine it. Just to quarantine it. I, and I, I think they would come up with some kind of horseshit ad hoc off the back of their ass justification for doing that because uh, they don't want an SEC versus SEC final. But here, this is the problem. No matter what they do, the anti the everything's in favor of the SEC crowd gets to have something to chew on because if you put them together, it's like oh well look they're just guaranteeing the SEC a spot in the championship game like we all knew, and if they separate them, it's like well look at that they just they just are doing whatever they can to make that all SEC championship game happen. Don't want to make them knock one out early. Well, remember, the nice part is that if you believe a crazy thing, you're just going to go on believing it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that, um, let's see, if there, if two SEC teams get in at this point, it's almost certainly Mississippi State and Auburn. Uh, and we can go ahead and assume that Florida State, talking about the Knolls, gets that number one seed, so they'd get the Sugar Bowl, which means the Rose Bowl would be Auburn, Mississippi State, just as <laughs> tradition is long dictated. Oh man, that Shoot. golf course is going to be ruined. <laughs> <laughs> so many semi trucks parked on the golf course a month in advance. Uh, Spencer, if if we get an Auburn Mississippi State Rose Bowl, I want yes. you to know that I am going to it. Yep, you're already approved. <laughs> it's just just done. <laughs> Best part will be Mississippi State people going out there and commenting derisively on the quality of the fescue of that golf course. Right, uh, there. So it, you'll be like, "Well, this ain't shit." What are you? Will, what are you people even doing? It will also be Mississippi State people not paying attention and staying two and a half hours away from the Rose Bowl because that's where the cheapest hotel <laughs> was. It's in Southern California. God so, damn it! So I thought Nevada was closer than this. So we'll stay in uh, Kern County. Yeah, Kern County. It sounds nice. <laughs> that sounds close. That's close. Look at the map, honey. California is no bigger than Florida. We'll stay in San Diego. There's a zoo. They got seals there. Hey. And Seal, the the, the musical artist. <laughs> Just laying out on the beach. <laughs> uh, the other, uh, let's see, the, the other question, by the way, that Peter asked was, which it's totally like breaking protocol, media types, asking cash, uh, asking cash money or no limit, and I Ooh. refuse to choose. No. Cash money. Well, we're gonna we're gonna question. we're gonna settle this later uh, in the off season when we watch. Uh, uh, what do we? Is it baller blocking? And uh, I got the hookup. Yeah, well, that's our off season projects. We're just gonna go through all of the uh, no limit movies. And and the cash money and the movies. cash money movie. Yeah, yeah, because baller blocking is definitely a cash money. The answer. Production. The answer, by the way, is cash money. You are. The answer right. is cash money. It's, it's cash yeah. money. For one thing, they didn't make 18 albums a day. That's that's a good thing. 
actually spent a little, put a little work into each of the things they made. At least a week and a half in some instances. Look, Mystical just had a lot <laughs> to say, all right? Confirmed. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't take him long to say it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> all right. Just one of our, uh, one of humanity's most productive speakers. I really maintain that's where, like, you know, the whole Chopped and Screwed movement came from, was playing Mystical Records at Half Speed in Houston, because they're like... I didn't get enough of bang for my buck for this album. I'm just going to slow it down. They would actually, on a No Limit album, they'd actually put a sticker on the front that'd say, more songs for your money. <laughs> <laughs> it's got three CDs in it, and it's, it's $12. It's the CC's Pizza of Music. Yes, yes. Who do we you. have? This is, literally, this is literally Master P's Pest Control Man. It's just him yelling over a recycled beat. That the 504 boys used two years earlier. Yeah, I've been saying this for 20 years. I, everyone at my high school got mad when I said these things, but I think I think now the world is ready for these truths. <laughs> They're ready for these these hot rap takes. Is it possible? It's impossible they got mad because you were yelling them during graduation. <laughs> no. What no. What the hell else are we going to do during graduation? Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, we got any other reader questions? So can we actually move on to this week, which is a pretty nice week? Let's let's move on. Let's do it. All right, agreed. Uh, boy, you know this is a great week, and and I because we have we've had plenty of you know hot maction, pretty mediocre maction yeah. throughout the uh, the week. Not a not a real auspicious start to the maction season. However, uh, there is a fairly nice low boil of a Northern Illinois Ball State game on right now, so I'll bite my tongue for the moment. Skip past the ACC special on Thursday night, which is Wake <laughs> Forest. Hosting Clemson. <laughs> oh God, that's gonna be so mean. If Wake Forest scores, uh, I say we all go streaking or something. <laughs> well, remember, Wake Forest has scored first in all of their games where they've scored. They've scored first, and then politely ceded the rest of the game to the opponent. <laughs> go back and look; like they've scored before their opponent every time that they have scored in a game. Maybe then, they ought to try something else. Yeah, no, they just, you know, they're like, oh, I, I don't eat anything after 6 p.m. That's the way their offense works. How many, how many Wake Forest players can you name? Well, the three I could name all left. Right. I honestly I honestly don't think I can name a single one. Yeah. I'm, look, I'm looking now through at, at the stats, and yeah, none of these names are familiar in the slightest. No, they might as well be video game dummy names. You know, yeah. they're like, randomly named team, click. The Fra Fra Are they averaging more than one yard per carry yet? <laughs> uh, yes, they are averaging 1.11 yards oh, per carry. Okay. So, I, when, I, when last I look, I think it was uh, against FBS opponents only, and they were at like .85, so. Hey, listen, if you can get to ninth down, all you need to do is get a 10th down conversion. <laughs> One yard in a cloud of dust. I will also stump proudly for the Friday night slate. Because I think the Friday night slate's actually for, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Mem Memphis and Temple. A game which two years ago, or actually, probably, let's go one. Let's, one year ago, would have been an eye crime. Right? Would have just been the worst thing you could possibly watch. And now it's actually a pretty important game in the American Conference. It is. And then Utah State at Wyoming. Uh, Wyoming, who I suspect on the Jason Kirk Mansum football scale, pretty high. Uh, this is a bit too far even for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a four, that's an improving 4-5 and five Wyoming team that I mean, runs a counter trade. Wyoming, I think their first like five games of the season, they, they averaged like... <laughs> They put up like a 12-er, an 18-er, an 11-er, and they were like 4-1 and one or something like that. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but they, they were, were they were They were briefly leading Oregon. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. The, this team, Wyoming will be fun because uh, they, they do have NDSU's old coach uh, and run a burly counter-tray option all like nine against, against, against Utah State's fourth-string quarterback just slinging it. <laughs> yeah, just slinging it. Boy, let's not watch that at all. It does kick off at 8, though, so it's not like you're going to be up until 2 watching it if you make that mistake, which you probably will. Uh, moving on to Saturday. Jason Kirk, what catches your eye on the early shift? Uh, well, the noon shift, uh, the obvious one is Baylor, Oklahoma, 
which uh, it's kind of strange to see that as a, a nooner or an 11 a.m. central timer. Time, yeah. Goodness. Like that was coming into the year, we you know all thought that would be for sure a primetime game this week, but life comes at you fast. <laughs> no, this is this game, by the way, is the I, oh shit, I forgot to put the trash out in the curve game. Oh, right. Of these teams, playing right? Oklahoma. <laughs> like, one of these teams is just going to wake up in the middle of the first quarter, like, we're down 21. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know which team. I suspect it'll probably be Baylor. Yeah, everything, every you know, the advanced stats, the X's and O's people, everything's leaning Oklahoma, which when that happens, Oklahoma loses, but. No, I kind of think Baylor. I kind of think Baylor will probably just like spot twenty-one real quick before Oklahoma's like, "Oh man, coffee, sweet, thanks." All right, let's play. <laughs> uh, anything else on the early shift besides whoa, Iowa, Minnesota? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, you know every 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 noon slate we sort of keep an eye on which game finishes first. That's probably the strongest bet of the entire oh, year. Two Minnesota hours, might pass like two hours and forty-five times. minutes. Is that a, is that, that, a, that that's probably a new record. Mike Felder celebrates. So we get a <laughs> a sub three-hour game where he's like, "Cool, I can go watch a movie now." <laughs> uh, anything else on that uh, early slate? By the way, that catches your eye, Ryan? No, these are all. These are all. I mean, Georgia fans are reflexively worried that they're going to stink against Kentucky, but come on, like let's let's pump those brakes a little bit. The yeah. Kentucky that made Mississippi State look pretty bad. Yeah, uh, and also, yeah. you know, the Kentucky that does all the other things Kentucky does. Yeah, well, well they had that one game. The, the Kentucky that put up a whopping 10 points against Missouri. I will put a bookmark in the uh, tome of potential mockery on Georgia Tech NC State just to say that Dave Doran coming off his first ACC win. The win streak at one's going to stop because that's that's it. You can just Counter, counterpoint, though, Georgia Tech is ranked, and Paul Johnson hates that. Yeah. Oh, can't get that number off me. That's how the government <laughs> ID is. You're yeah, not... Like, yeah. You're not. Like, you're not like leaving the house. Fungus on his arm. You're not leaving the house wearing that team. Take that. Take that ranking right off. That's how the tax man finds you. <laughs> <laughs> it's take, funny. He's at Georgia Tech with his hatred of numbers. He'll take. <laughs> he'll take. That's how the tax man will take your still. <laughs> so he'll take all your guns. Get that ranking off of you. It's a plot. Uh, the three o'clock block, by the way, the three thirty block. Uh, well, 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 let, let, let's not skip over the three o'clock block, please. Uh, I just quickly want to point out Georgia State, Troy, uh, possibly <laughs> the two worst teams in the country going at it. <laughs> Dude, are we gonna are we gonna cover this like the Super Bowl? Let's do it. Uh, we sh- we have we have attended a Georgia State game this year. We should probably attend this one as well. <laughs> You're gonna go to Troy. No, no, I mean, we're not going to do that. I mean, no. <laughs> How would we ever find it? Larry, Larry Blakeney's farewell tour, which is much like the John Cicada farewell tour whenever John Cicada decides to do it, because up to 12 people will pay tickets to watch this. Aww. Oh, it's not going to be good. He's no Rick Springfield. Um, the 330 block, I would go like to just triple down on my guess that Arizona State it's just going to hell smash Notre Dame because Notre Dame has to go to Tempe. And, and also Arizona, Notre Dame's not very good. And, and Arizona State's playing pretty well right now. So yeah. I'm I, I, pretty I mean, well. Who, I didn't go over. Pretty, pretty well is fine. Whoever wins this is just going to be massively overrated. They beat a number 10 team. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine because this this It'll game, be a good game. I'm just I'm just my my face hurts about the the no, I, the team that wins this ending up like number five. I'm actually hopeful the playoff committee looks at this and says, we don't care who wins. You're keeping your exact same spot. That would, that, that would be fine. Yeah, like yeah. win loss. You're both nine and 10 next week. Remember this is whatever. This is why the playoff has ruined nothing because the primary interest in this is watching Notre Dame lose to a bunch of like Second tier state school heels. That's that's why college football exists. A bunch of dudes who like paint their helmets to look like bowling balls. Like, oh. <laughs> like they're losing to like the Guy Fieri teams. They you are. Didn't, you didn't even make it to the boss level. You lost to like just the regular dudes in the state. You lost to Fireman. You got beat. You got beat by Donkey Sauce, bro. 
<laughs> Beat by donkey sauce. The Todd of, Graham story. A bunch of like petticoat clutching civilization, like preserving fear monger Notre Dame fans, right? Like forever clutching at like at you know, oh, what has become of our world and our of, of our fine football team, right? They're gonna lose to a bunch of dudes. And to the literal devil, they They're, will lose they to will the lose. literal yeah. devil. Dude, they will lose. I, I, they will lose to the devil who flashed, who flashed the shocker as their sign. Yeah, I wish this game was like an eleven thirty kickoff, and the Arizona State fans are having like a red out, and like everyone is just completely <laughs> tore up. Like a sudden, a sudden like heat wave just rips through Tempe, and it's like yeah, ninety nine, like fifteen degrees. You're like, holy shit! What did Arizona State get a dragon? <laughs> It's actually just a weird dog. <laughs> You're kind of hallucinating. That'll happen. <laughs> Brian Kelly is just an unreal shade of man purple, right? <laughs> You're like, wow, he's positively florid. <laughs> he looks like a Gila monster out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah but instead it's 3.30, so... Yeah, it's a 3.30. It's, it's a 3.30 game, which... which Locally, it's still going to be fairly early. <laughs> yeah, Remember, it's one thirty out that's there. That's true. It'll so, be so. one thirty out there. So pretty, you know, you'll, you'll have a pretty good mix of angry, hangover, and dehydrated. Ooh, that gold helmet's going to heat up fast. <laughs> just, just made for this kind of environment, Notre Dame football. <laughs> it's like the stuff they put on. Uh, don't they put gold on on spaceships and whatnot? Then it then it block the heat. Isn't that what it's for? You put it on a satellite and all that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Notre Dame players, just like satellites. Just like they always, know. always watching, but only from limited angles. Uh, let's see. T- uh, any anything else in that three thirty block? By the way, I um, I will skip over Texas A and M and Auburn. Whoa. Jesus. Yeah. 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 Gus, Gus got that. Gus, you, Gus coming over with that. You know, tub of kerosene. Y'all need. Hey, we, y'all need to burn some the- leaves. We get the the bottom Big Twelve game, Iowa State at Kansas. That's going to be fun. That's cool. Yeah, you get uh, West Virginia at Texas. Michigan might win again. They play at Northwestern. This is Michigan Northwestern is annually like the weirdest game that comes down to total nonsense. Like I think three years in a row. Last year it was Michigan winning when their kicker did like a a baseball slide and then popped up to hit the game winning field goal. Remember that one? Yeah. yeah. So somebody, so either Michigan fans or Northwestern fans are going to be really sad about the ending of that one. Yeah. And I mean, sadder than usual. Yeah. yeah that's what I meant. Like above the baseline. <laughs> like right. noticeably sad. Sadder than anyone watching Washington state, Oregon state at four. Woo. Yeah. Damn. Nobody's watching that. Uh, 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 go ahead and prepare yourself because uh, Mississippi State plays UT Martin, something they surely won't be made fun of. No, at this point in the season. Well, when you when you play the out of conference schedule, they did. I think you earned a break. I mean, they did play uh, like multiple mid major teams from Alabama, if I recall correctly. UAB ain't nothing to fuck with. Hey, listen, Bill Clark's getting it done there, man. Five and three overall. Three and two. And why do you think the trust? Why do you think the trustees are trying to shut him down? The, the insurrection. Probably because probably because Mississippi State uh, beat them so bad, and they're a really good team, and they're great for the SEC's uh, out of conference resume. I smell bias. Oh, sorry, sorry. That is that is actually fertilizer. Yeah, it's, you know, keeps the lawn green. That's why SECs. You know, that's why we're <laughs> leading fescue architects in America. Uh, I would. Point to the six thirty game, and prepare yourself for Florida State's eventual loss to a four Talking and five UVA team. Talking about those nulls, no reason they should lose. UVA is totally going to beat Florida State, and I'm I'm saying this because I can go back and bookmark it, like I could get the specific timestamp saying that I predicted it. And if uh, they don't win, which I'm pretty sure FSU is going to smoke them, I can just pretend I didn't say this. See, here's huh. the thing. You could, My- you could comment on your own SoundCloud like, damn, this beat dropped. <laughs> That's so sick. Take him to church. <laughs> Double win wood. My, my initial reaction is that there's no way Mike London can beat Jimbo Fisher, but it's already happened. Yeah, they have a rivalry Wiki, Wikipedia page. <laughs> and Virginia, <laughs> That's, which means, which is, as we've we, we discussed before, it. That means you have a rivalry if there's a Wikipedia page. Hey, man, it's official. Wow. 
much like the much like the two win thirty one loss Maryland Penn State rivalry. I I, what... My favorite part of that one was Randy Etzel saying after the game, like, "Hey, we should have a trophy." <laughs> <laughs> I. I, I... <laughs> I hope FSU fans get on Wikipedia and comment about random articles and are just like, hey, how come this bold and the beautiful article doesn't mention the Knowles? Aren't they bold and beautiful? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. You're making, yes. you're making points and I'm nodding. Uh, Wikipedia does have a thing on, on the left. You can click on random article and it'll take you to a random article. So I think get to it, FSU Twitter, <laughs> FSU Wiki. Oh God! What if there's an FSU Wikipedia? Like, like you know, like one of those like, like a Minecraft Wikipedia, give or like Ryan, a Star Trek Wikipedia. Yeah, give, one, just... give Ryan and I a minute. We'll, we'll get it together. Oh God! Content. Uh, Kansas State at TCU in the 7:30 block. A uh, a Molly Whopper of a game because I think Kansas State's really going to slow down TCU considerably. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering how good TCU really is. I think, well, of course, we kind of always have to wonder how good Kansas State really is because <laughs> they don't ever look good, but they just win. Got this house of cards. <laughs> That's Bill, Snyder, Bill Snyder's amazing house of cards. It's three feet tall, still standing. Call Guinness. Bill what Snyder's- if Bill Snyder starred in the in the Netflix program House of Cards? Yeah. Also, remember that there is one team that's undefeated in conference here, and it ain't TCU. <laughs> no, that would be five and zero, oh. five and zero, oh, Kansas State. Whose only yeah, losses I mean, to Auburn and whose resume is looking substantially better every single week. Yeah, I mean, it, anybody they, who would pick this game is don't just don't do it. Just don't do it. Put the mortgage on Kansas State, y'all. <laughs> do it. No, no, no. I'm full don't of bad it. ideas. That's yeah. Well, okay. If you if you lose, it means you don't have to pay your mortgage, so that's good. Listen to Uncle Shaky. <laughs> Uh, we also have in another game that I would not pick with uh, your money uh, or anyone's money, Alabama at LSU, which I feel totally confident in saying, yeah, don't don't touch us with a 10-foot pole. Nope, not a chance. Night game in Death Valley with an Alabama team that has been spotty at times. The other game of note would be... Uh, Ohio, uh, which uh, Ohio State, Michigan State, which I actually like of all of these games. I want to watch this one most because it's the one that I know least about how it'll turn out. Like I really don't know how these teams are going to match up. A part of me says, uh, just based on prior experience, that Michigan State is the bigger, badder, meaner team. Yeah, and Ohio State has yet to do anything against anybody who like plays defense. So they did beat Penn State thanks to some, thanks to some officiating, but they did beat Penn State, and Penn State's right. defense is probably better than Michigan State's. A, a rather low-scoring affair, though. Yeah, yeah. They also, I, I think Ohio State can force a shootout here. Michigan State has the decided uh, advantage of not having Penn State's offense, so just going to throw that out there. Well, to be quite honest, this year Michigan State is more of an Ohio State than a Penn State. Yeah. Oh, this Pro- is probably, getting com- this probably, is getting complicated. Michigan State's probably a little bit better on offense than on defense this year. This so isn't the same saying, Spartans team. You're saying Michigan State is the most Ohio State team in the Big Ten. Um, um, um that's probably Maryland. Damn it. Yeah, that's that's Maryland. And then uh, the other the other factor here, by the way, is that um, that this is in East Lansing, which for most teams you would say, oh, well, clear home field advantage, and and yet there's something in me that says no, <laughs> Michigan State at home. <laughs> that yeah, can mean, like, that can mean anything I want it to mean. I, I, I think that sort of means there's there's like a, an atmosphere of oh shit, <laughs> like settling over the stadium. You know, everyone, everyone's turning up, feeling great, and then kickoff comes around, and it's just, oh, God, here it comes. <laughs> we've, we've seen such things here. <laughs> things it's, men it's weren't meant to see. Desmond Howard and Kirk Herbstreet are going to get some lusty booze on that game day set. You're I think right. Desmond will find a way to, to uh, win the crowd over, though. All right. Your other, potential, uh, your other potentially problematic, nationally speaking, game would be number four Oregon going on the road 
to, uh, you know, do a little dance with the Muss in Salt Lake City. An 8-1 and one Oregon team who is going to run face-first into, um, I don't know, how do you describe Utah, Jason? Uh, kind of just a wall. I mean, they're, they're, honestly, their defense reminds me a lot of Oregon's offense in that it's kind of, you know, it's just totally all or nothing. Are they the big, the big play defense? Yeah, they're, I mean, like, they're what people think UCLA is on defense. And, you know, the offense, it, it, fuck offense. Utah is the parking spot that you can't figure out how you got into because you can't get out of it. Actually, actually, actually. Utah is the anti-Cal. You know, Cal is, mm, yeah. every, every play is either a touchdown or a fumble on offense. Uh, Utah, every play is either a sack or a touchdown on defense. <laughs> and then as for defense. And there's not really a lot of touchdowns. I was going to say, and as for defense for Cal and offense for Utah, eh, we'll, yeah. pick, we'll pick that up on the way to the party. These are optional. Combine Cal's defense and Utah's offense, <laughs> you'd have a bad team. Hold on, I probably got some offense in my glove compartment. <laughs> Just, yeah, y'all have a jack? Did anyone bring a jack? <laughs> Damn it, no one brought a jack. <laughs> Who brings a jack? Let's end it there. Yeah, why not? <laughs>